Amen. Indeed, it's Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Amen. I'm so glad you guys are here today. I, I think we're more than uh, more numbered than last week, right? Uh, can you all stand and let's say hello to each other? Uh, so good to have you guys. Thank you for joining us uh, through online. And as I mentioned last time, uh, this month and next month, Pastor Eugene and I will rotate, you know, preaching. So uh, this is my off week, so I'm, I'm grateful. <laughs> so let's welcome Pastor Eugene. All right, before I start, let's pray again. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, thank you so much for um, just this beautiful Sunday where we can come together as a church, even during this pandemic, Lord. We know that it's hard. We know people are um, joining us over on the internet. But I pray that we can um, just worship together, even through all those technologies and all the people that are here, Lord. And I pray that you just uh, help me speak with boldness and courage. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, actually, um, as I was preparing this message, I was really struggling during this whole week. I was uh, struggling with um, some sin that I was struggling. I had I had struggled with in the past. I was um, just feeling really, really down because because of the sin I was struggling with, and for some reason, I kept praying to God. And God kept giving me this um, passage. And the passage was Micah 6, 6 through 8. So I'm going to read it to you guys. It says, what shall I, With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers and oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good, and what does justice require of you? But to do just what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with God. I actually first heard this verse um, a couple years ago during a, during a chapel at APU. Um, it was uh, the the key the key verse for the whole semester, and every 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 chapel we would focus on that verse, and we would uh, we would watch videos, and speakers would come and they would talk about that verse, and. Every time they would talk about that verse, I would just kind of sit in the background, not really care, because I wasn't really too into social justice or anything like that. <laughs> I didn't really care too much about it, and I just thought, why does it really matter? It doesn't really affect me too much. But as I've gotten more, um, as I've gotten more mature in the Lord, I realized just how important justice really is. And my first point is it's not, about out, it's not about outward shows of offerings. You know, a lot of times we come, we come to church 
dress the best. Um, tr- uh, what is it? Dress to the, dress to the best. Wearing the best stuff you have, driving nice cars, tr- just trying to show that, you know, you have a lot of stuff. But God doesn't really care about all that stuff. God doesn't care that you come to church to, to show off. If you come to church and you read the Bible, that's good, right? But if you're just reading the Bible just to read the Bible, there's, there's no point in it. It has to have, you have to have the heart when you're reading the Bible. So, but the ironic thing is that God doesn't really care when you come to church dressed to the best, um, praying the loudest, singing the loudest, um, doing, doing things to show off. It's really about the heart, and it's really about coming to church with a posture of praising God. It's not about these outward shows of offerings. God doesn't really care that you bring thousands of dollars to the church. Of course, of course, God appreciates it. He does. But it's really about the heart. It's not about showing off. It's not to show that, oh, I have all this money. God doesn't care about any of that stuff. Micah 6, 6, 7 says, What shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? With the Lord, with, will, will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of uh, rivers of oil? Shall I give it to the firstborn of my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Basically, he's saying that these offerings was a way for men to show God. It was a way for men to show God the offerings. God doesn't really care, for, care about offerings. But God, and God made offerings for men to show to, what is it? How do I say it? Basically, offerings are not for God. It's about doing justice, second point. Isaiah 117 says, learn to do right. Seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. It's really about doing justice. We can't be we can't be calling ourselves Christians without doing justice. It's like if we don't do justice, how can we call ourselves Christians? If we walk by the road and we see someone in need and we just pass by, how can you call yourself a Christian? If you see someone Say, for example, in line, and they're getting um, discriminated, and you stay silent. How can you call yourself a Christian, right? If you're a Christian, you do justice, and you speak up. There's no way to stay silent. And this verse says, God tells you to do justice. And there's two, uh, there's two, um, two Jewish words for justice. I'm not too, uh, what is it? <laughs> I'm not too sure about it because I learned it a couple of years ago. So if I mess it up, I'm really sorry. So Pastor Ken, if I mess it up, I'm really sorry. But um, one word is called mishpat, which is kind of like, a, um, what is it? Like the law, justice. And the second word is tzedakah, 
which is the act of doing justice. So back in the day, kings had to do, kings were, uh, what is it? Kings had to do rule with both, with mishpat and tzedakah. And I believe that we as Christians also have the duty to do mishpat and tzedakah. So as, as we see the law, we also need to enact that justice. And it's about loving kindness. Galatians says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. So one of the fruits of the Spirit is kindness. And all of us need to be loving kindness. It's easy to love your family. It's easy to love your brothers or sisters. But I believe loving, I believe loving kindness is the ability to love your enemies, anybody. Um, it could be someone who stabbed you in the back, right? But if, you, but if you love them, it's all about loving kindness. And kindness is such, such a big, big part of who Jesus was. Jesus never, ever showed unkindness to anybody, right? Jesus was the epitome of kindness. Jesus never turned anybody down. Jesus was always kind. Jesus was always merciful. And I believe that we as uh, Christians also need to model ourselves after Jesus in this, um, in this kindness. And this last point. And it's to walk humbly with your God. So what does humble mean? Well, humble means having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance, meaning that we, in a sense, hold our importance so little in comparison with the Almighty Father, to walk humbly with the Lord, you must let him lead you, guide you, because you know God's importance is so much greater. So there are three ways to be humble before God. Humble our hearts, our true self, James 4.10 says, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. So if you humble yourselves up, God will lift you up in honor. And humble your minds, our thoughts. Because of the privilege and the authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us, Romans 12, 3, meaning be humble. Don't ever think you're greater than God. And humble hands are actions. James 3, 13 says, if you're wise and understand God's ways, prove it by having an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. So these are the three ways to walk humbly before the Lord. And I just have this uh, really embarrassing story I have with you guys. I want to share with you guys that show, like, how I didn't walk humbly with the Lord. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of don't want to share it, but... <laughs> Yeah.
Yeah, but um, back back at the back at the old church, there was. Um, You know, I was the intern pastor at the old church, and uh, I was uh, walking around outside, and I saw, I saw, I, I saw a homeless man walking around, and he was, um, and he was just looking around at the cars, and and I. I, tr- I I walked up to him and I uh, what is it was just complete completely rude to him. I said <laughs> I basically told him, "What are you doing? Are you trying to steal things from the car?" And uh, no, he wasn't. He he looked at me and he said, "I'm just looking at myself in the mirror." And at that moment, I realized my heart was in such a wrong place. Like, I thought I was better than him, and I didn't show kindness to him, and I didn't show any justice. There was no justice. There was no humble. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, yeah. And um, to this day, I I think of that, and I really, um, yeah, to this day, I really think of it. and, And I think God has put that in my heart. To really remind me that I should continue to really focus on Micah six eight to to do justice to to love kindness and to really walk humbly with the Lord. So let's pray. Yeah, dear Heavenly Father, uh, this. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry for you know I'm sure. You forgive me before, but yeah, I continue to uh, think of that day, Lord, and uh, and I'm really sorry. And I pray that uh, we continue to uh, do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with the Lord, Lord. And I pray that uh, we can really just focus on Micah six eight. And yeah, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.